0: Hey, you found us. It's the third quarantine episode of the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glicksman with my tag team partner, Matt Story. We are recording from a socially distant half a dozen states away from each other. Yeah, uh,
1: more than that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, you know, we're, we're as dis well, not as possible, uh, but, you know, we're, we're pretty distant. But we've yeah. been doing that. We were ahead of the curve on that.
0: Yeah, on, on some level, we were pioneers.
1: I think so, yeah, yeah, you know, but but uh, now everybody's joining us, so oh well,
0: welcome to the party. um so before we begin our annual quarterback NFL draft preview, which we've been doing since Matt thought Matt Ryan was going to be a bust, <laughs>
1: um, yeah, which goes back a while that was two thousand eight yeah. so yeah we've we've been doing this for a while. Yeah.
0: Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, and actually, Matt, I didn't tell you this, uh, there's a website, DynastyFootballFactory.com, and they absolutely do not sponsor us and have nothing to do with what we do, Uh, but my brother got a freelance gig writing for them and doing some social media stuff, so uh, he's got a new Twitter handle, DFF underscore Z-Train, not Jonathan Zittrain, the Harvard Law Professor. (laughs) DFF <laughs> underscore Z T R A I N, uh, but Matt, that's fu- Dynasty Fantasy Football, which has absolutely nothing to do with real NFL quarterback analysis, and that's where we turn to you, our resident expert on NFL quarterbacking.
1: I I uh, I follow quarterbacking. I can't. I, I'm not gonna say I'm an expert. No one's an expert, I suppose. But uh, but you know, I follow it. Uh, I I uh, uh, you know have have. Uh, Loved watching quarterbacks uh, go through the high school ranks to the college ranks and then the pro ranks. And uh, we've got another class of guys that I've I've done that with. Um, You know, it wasn't that long ago I was reading uh, Tua Tungavailoa's name on, you know, 24-7 recruiting and thinking, how do you pronounce that last name, I wonder. And now he's he's, uh, three weeks from getting drafted.
0: You were all over Tua... When Jalen Hurts was a freshman phenom, telling I people was. to watch out for Tua, I
1: was. I was. Yes. Yes. I I uh, had you know followed Tua a little bit and heard through the grapevine. Obviously, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like you know I've got exclusive sources in Tuscaloosa or anything, but you know, just following the media and and some of the reports, and it just felt like this kid was was special. And uh, when he got in at halftime of that championship game, uh, you know, I was conflicted because you know I like Georgia. And I had gone to see Georgia beat Oklahoma the week before in the Rose Bowl, and so I was especially rooting for Georgia that game. Um, and then he got in, and it was, it was a little bit weird because I liked him and, uh, you know, gr- glad he had that moment. I was a little disappointed Georgia didn't win that championship. Uh, but, boy, he, he sure he made Alabama exciting, um, which really hadn't been done. Alabama was really good, but exciting not so much. And, and he transcended that program
0: yeah um so the the consensus uh top quarterback in the draft and the about as locked as you can be without having already signed your contract number one pick is joe burrow who on uh, the ringers one of their nfl podcast draft previews uh he was referred to as god mode joe burrow because of (laughs) just how ridiculous his last season at lsu was and, and it just got better every week just got better uh yeah capped yeah, off by yeah. the uh, final four game where he had seven first half touchdowns right right
1: right and even in the championship game which we talked about you know back at that time you know it didn't feel like LSU was playing that well and they still ended up running up 42 points um uh, you know with with several empty possessions it showed you how explosive they could be um <clears throat> you know the interesting thing with Burrow and and you know, we won't know the answer on this for a while, is like, what do you read more into or do you should read equally into both? The great 2019 season, and it was great, or the relatively mundane 2018 season. Is that a symptom of offense changing? It certainly did. Is that just a symptom of being more comfortable with that team and that program uh, from getting there in the summer to having a full year under his belt? Um, Because it, you know, I mean, 2018, he was nothing special. And all of a sudden, he became this unbelievable player. And, and, uh, you know, what's more representative, I guess.
0: Uh, Before we go on, I did pull up a U.S. map. And you can go Arizona to four corners to Nebraska, Iowa, Wisconsin. So you can do it in less than a half dozen states. Okay, Uh, okay. It was bugging me because I was pretty sure I was (laughs) was right. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah, look, Joe Burrow's going to the Bengals and, and we knew Joe Burrow was going to the Bengals since he said he would sign with the Bengals. Basically the only question with him was, would he pull an LA slash Eli? Yeah. yeah. Um, Which I felt like was such an overplayed
1: story and probably would still be getting a lot of play of you know, if, if sports were going on in the normal fashion that they normally, you know, that they would at this time of year. Um, you know, he never said he wasn't going to go to Cincinnati. Never, never, in, never even really, um, hinted at it. People read his words and they read into them. And, you know, the fact that he was, you know, working with Jordan Palmer and Jordan Palmer's brother is Carson Palmer and Carson Palmer hated the Bengals and, blah, blah, blah. uh, you know, but he never said that. And, and this notion that he should have come out in January and said, you know, I want to go to Cincinnati. Why? Uh, first off, Cincinnati hadn't committed to him. So you come out and say, I want to play for Cincinnati. What if Cincinnati decides not to pick him? And then all of a sudden we're raising questions about, well, why didn't Cincinnati want him? Must be something wrong with him if Cincinnati didn't want him and he wanted them.
0: Yeah, it's odd. Um, the, The thing about Joe Burrow that's interesting is at the start of the season, nobody had Joe Burrow. Uh-uh. anywhere close to this they didn't have him as the top, they didn't have him as the top drafted quarterback out of the sec or the Not number two close. quarterback out of the no. sec but no. no. or from <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i mean I, I don't know if there's one that i can remember being this you know much of a surge in one year from being a guy who was just a guy to being you know a, a number one overall pick almost lock type of, i mean you know you know, Kyler Murray was a surprise as a number one pick, but he was a huge recruit. You know, I mean, you remember he went to A&M and he made his debut against us in that game um, and we recruited him. You know, he was he was on ASU's radar. I mean, he was a gigantic recruit thought to be a big star, at least for college football. Um, you know, Mayfield was a surprise, number one, but didn't really come completely out of nowhere. He'd been a Heisman finalist, you know, the year before, uh, you know, for, for this guy, I just don't remember one. Like there's always guys who move up and surprises, but I don't remember one, you know, that, that went from totally off the radar. You know, you know, gosh, maybe late round pick undrafted free agent to consensus. Number one, overall pick in one year.
0: Yeah. I and mean, you think about the guys who wound up being busts, um, you know, your Christian ponders. Yeah. Um, guys who, guys who did rise up Jake lockers, another one that comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. But those were guys who they were going to be back in that time and parlance a day one pick.
1: They were, they know? were. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, uh, you know, and, and they, you know, that, those two guys you mentioned them specifically, they were the, the beneficiaries of or maybe not beneficiaries but you know they got picked higher because that was the lockout year and so teams hadn't been able to sign any free agents and i think there was a desperation to get quarterbacks that you know was was unusual because uh, there had been no free agency or trades in that offseason uh, you know so i mean there's always i mean uh, there's always guys who miss there always will be um, I, and i don't know if burrows going to be that or not uh, you know he had a great senior season unbelievable senior season um you know is he is he still you know is he that or is he more 2018 or is he somewhere in the middle i you know i think that's the question that we'll you know we'll find out and and obviously can cincinnati put a team around him? Uh, you know are they good enough to put a good team around him and give them a chance to compete because they've done it but it's still the Bengals and they're still notable for being cheap
0: yeah um, the I, I'm gonna read quickly the ESPN rankings based on their draft guide. I, I don't know what Kuyper and McShay say in relation to these. Yeah, but it's Burrow one, Tua number two. I think everyone <coughs> agreed on that. Jordan Love of Utah State three, Herbert four, From five, Eason six, Hertz seven. Yeah. And, and then you get into the interesting lottery picks. Uh, the
1: eight, guys at the end,
0: yeah. Eight yeah. is Anthony Gordon from Wazoo. Nine is Nate Stanley from Iowa. Ten, Cole McDonald of Hawaii. Eleven, Brian Lewerke from Michigan State. And getting his due at number 12, Stephen Montez, Colorado. There you go. Your boy, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, um. And Shea Patterson, 13. Jake Bentley, 14. Round out the rankings on ESPN's draft board. Uh, Hold on. They've got Jake Bentley ranked? They have Jake Bentley, number 14.
1: Well, they should update that because he's not in the draft. He went to Utah as a transfer.
0: Yeah. Well, like I told you, ESPN doesn't (laughs) look. Matt, there's a lot of sports going on right now. ESPN doesn't have time to check the number 14-ranked quarterback. I mean, he was a senior, but he he registered
1: this year because he he barely played, and then he he transferred to Utah. Uh, But, hey, you know— Maybe he can move up in the rankings with one more year. Yeah.
0: Um, well, all these people ahead of him are gone, so he's got. Yeah, they to are. So
1: he's number one now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, I you know, I, I certainly you know, I like Tua. Uh, I mean, I you know, as we just started this discussion, I was a big fan of Tua's, and you know, the injuries are are a concern, but I don't think that they prohibit anything. I mean, anybody can get hurt. Um, And you just don't know. And the whole, like, the one thing I guess that bothers me a little bit is the, oh, he's had three surgeries. Well, two of those surgeries were in an attempt to rush him back to the field. I mean, you know, it's important to put context on that. They're this, you know, new procedure that Alabama developed, basically, in an attempt to rush a guy back from a high ankle sprain. Otherwise, he just sits out, you know, five, six weeks, and he doesn't have surgery. He still has the same injury. But the three surgeries is, is you know like I think it's important to give yeah. the context
0: behind it's that. It's not that he had three surgeries and it was to replace his ACL twice in one knee right. and once in the other. Like right, right, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, I think it you know like look the injuries are still the injuries, and the one thing I will say with him is he has got to work on you know knowing when to give up on a play because the injury the hip injury against Mississippi State. Was caused by hanging on to the ball too long, and the ankle injury this year against Tennessee was caused by that as well. Um, you know, and, and that's just something he's going to have to get better at because he's he's mobile, but he's not maybe a, he's not Lamar Jackson or somebody like that. You know, he's got enough mobility, but you know, like no way to just give up on the play. You know, it's okay, and and, and that's just something you learn. Hopefully, um, that will help him hopefully stay healthier.
0: One of the things about this draft list that's interesting, and Tua's part of it, is Tua and Hertz played together. From and Eason played together. Th- this is yeah. why guys transfer because sometimes yeah. <laughs> you're a top ten quarterback, but there's a guy better than you.
1: There's another one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Uh, I mean, it is interesting. Uh, you know, I'm I'm curious where where Hertz goes, and I, and curious where both From and Eason go. Um, you know, from. To me, and obviously, you know, we say this with the with the notion of nobody knows exactly what's going to happen with college football this year, but back in January, no one had that on their radar. Fromm should have stayed, I feel like. Like, Fromm didn't have a great junior year, um, and I think Fromm might be a really good college quarterback who's maybe not a pro quarterback. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, um, but... I think he would have been better off staying for his senior year and, and you know finishing off a Georgia career. That maybe maybe they could win a national championship this year, be a college legend. I'm not sure the NFL is is banging down his door.
0: Flip side of that though, he is a consensus, I think he, we can all agree he's a, a consensus. You know, top seven quarterback off the board. He is. And he is. But, I, but I feel like would that, that could drafted. be. Oh, he's
1: going to get drafted. <laughs> He's going to, but I feel like that could be third round and, you know, third, fourth round puts you in, in a, a spot where, yeah, you can succeed. Russell Wilson was a third rounder. Dak Prescott was a fourth rounder. We've seen guys recently, but okay. We remembered their names. There's, you know, for every Russell Wilson or Dak Prescott, there's five guys who get picked in the third or fourth round that never take off because they go to a team. They end up a backup. Uh, maybe they get pressed into duty for a, you know, poor team or poor situation and that's it. Um, you know, so I, I just think I, I like from, I thought he was a good college player and I, I, really do. I think he would have been smarter to come back for one more year. Maybe I'm wrong. Now, Eason, I totally make sense because, because Eason to me, you know, you're going to go through another coaching change with Peterson leaving. Um, and I just think you know you strike while the opportunity's there. They may get drafted right around the same spot. I just think Eason's in a better position.
0: Yeah, uh, for a guy like from is the is the proper landing spot is the thing you want um, if you're him to go somewhere like Tampa Bay where there's a starter, but it's a starter who's got a two year window.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and and you mentioned Tampa Bay, and another one that that probably you think of associated with them because of similar age of quarterbacks is is New Orleans. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, Drew Brees is not the biggest guy. He's not the strongest arm guy. Neither is Jake Fromm. Um, you know, that might be a great spot. That we've heard that the Saints have been interested in drafting a quarterback the last few years. They haven't done it. Uh, but, you know, as I think about it, like that could be a great spot for him to you know, be the number three guy even, because you still have Taysom Hill. They brought him back. Um, I know Sean Payton has said, you know, he thinks Taysom Hill could be the future, but, you know, Taysom Hill is going to be 31 by the end of, by the start of, you know, the 2021 season, which is the earliest the future's coming, because Breeze is back for at least one more year. I You know, that, that has some interest, and Tampa certainly would as well, you know, for the same reason. You know, a place where you can, you know, sit a bit and and not get rushed into the lineup probably Mm -hmm. I'd say the same for Eason you know I I read somebody projected um, Eason going in the second round to Pittsburgh loved that fit like you know sit behind Roethlisberger you know, give them a guy for the future well, uh, and, and, and similar a type. Guy
0: like I was going to
1: say, you know, a little bit similar type of player. I mean, Roethlisberger's got more mobility, but yeah, you know, big arm, you know, an offense that's kind of built for, you know, a, a, a rocket arm type quarterback. Uh, I, you know, I like that potential fit for him if he, if he would end up there. Now they've got five quarterbacks on the roster. So obviously I don't know if they're going to draft one, um, you know, cause they have to, they have to purge that room a little bit, but you know, I don't know. Uh, those guys are both interesting to me. I think you're probably looking at day two for both of them. Um, maybe Easton sneaks into round one if somebody's desperate, but it, it kind of feels like the four round one guys are Burrow and Tua. Who we've talked about already, and then um, Herbert and Jordan Love.
0: Do you think that Jordan Love gets drafted ahead of Justin Herbert?
1: Boy, you know, it, it seems like it's a toss-up right now. I would not, I mean, my, my thought, and I, I'm i not the biggest Justin Herbert fan. Um, saw him in person twice, and neither time was he very impressive against ASU. Um, now, you know, I hate to judge that too much. You know, that's two games out of a, you know, three-and-a-half-year career as a starter. Um, you know, so I don't necessarily, I'm not, like, you know, banking on Justin Herbert to be a star. But if I had to bank on one, I go with the guy who's more proven, and that's Herbert. I love to me, just feels like a little bit of a, uh, you know, we're falling in love with potential type of situation. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the flip side of that, and the one you could throw back in my face, uh, you know, although I like this guy, is Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes really didn't do much winning in college, put up great numbers, but nothing substantial in terms of winning, winning big games, having big moments. Uh, and you could you could have certainly gone into that draft. This uh, guy, yeah, what, what's he ever done? Well, not much at that time, but what's he done since? A lot.
0: Yeah, you know the thing that's interesting about Herbert, as opposed to um, Mahomes, is Herbert came into this year with everyone thinking, well, he's going to be the number one pick, or right,
1: you know, right, and was projected as the number one pick two years ago. You know, after a junior year and
0: didn't come out. And, and this is perhaps a Matt Leinart lesson in the making again but yeah yeah if if you want to be a professional football player and they project you to be a first round quarterback go it's not gonna get better for you
1: i kind of think so now you know i'll give herbert this he was very up for i mean you know he, he he's a kid from eugene oregon uh you know his brother was on the team and i think for him you know playing one more year of college ball was what mattered and by god give him you know i give him all the credit for that like you know we each live our own lives, and, and you know, we can sit here and say, oh, you should go. He wanted to play one more year of college football, and, and, and they had a great year. They won the Pac-12. They won the Rose Bowl. Um, it, you know, it wasn't as great as it could have been had they not lost down here in Tempe. They probably would have been in the playoff. Um, but, you know, uh, good for him that he did what he wanted. But, yeah, I mean, could he have gone higher last year? Potentially. You know, I mean uh, – Murray ended up going number one, obviously, and that was just a a marriage that just made sense for Kingsbury. Probably would have gone number one anyway. But could Herbert have gone before Daniel Jones and Haskins? Probably so. I mean, you never know. Obviously, he didn't go through the process, but he he very well might have been the second quarterback taken.
0: Yeah. The other thing to me that's interesting about this, and, and this is not to sell Joe Burrow short, obviously. Joe Burrow was... Uh, a pretty big recruit in his own right. But, sure, sure. But it's it always feels interesting. Like, these guys kind of come out of nowhere. Um, and obviously, they're playing college football in a Power 5 yeah. conference, with the exception sure. of Jordan Love. Love, um, yeah, yeah. You know, but Herbert's a guy who's been around, and this kind of feels like one of Matt's rules of quarterback analysis, which is he's been around so long we've picked him apart.
1: A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 you know, you, I don't know if this is where you're exactly going, but you, you know, you're making me think of it with Burrow. Yeah. Burrow was played in college five years, but he only started two. And, and the year before he was just kind of yeah average, but you know, LSU quarterbacks, they were never really under the gun, you know, like "Ah, nobody expected anything of them. Um, and, and so we haven't had a lot of time to pick him apart. Um, And we haven't had a lot of time for Jordan, you know, to pick Jordan Love apart either, to be honest. Um, You know, he was, Utah State had a really good 2018, and then Billy didn't do much this past year at all. Um, You know, and he struggled, actually. I mean, he did not have as good a year as he did in in 18. Uh, But yeah, I think you're right that, you know, the the more we see of these guys and, and of these top four guys, Herbert is the guy who by far has the biggest sample size for college. You know, you know, took over as a starter midway through his true freshman year and never gave up the job. You know, Tua basically has a year and a half of being a starter. Burrow has two years at LSU. Love has two years at Utah State. Uh, you know, so we got a lot more on Herbert to like and then also dislike.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, I, I don't know. What do you think of Herbert? I Like, I, I like
0: him, but I'm not, I don't love him. I think Herbert gives you a lot of parts of a quarterback you like. He's big. Yeah. He's he's pretty mobile for a big guy. Um. He's yeah. That's he, very true. Yeah. You know, like like to me, that's the difference between him and Eason is they both got a pretty big arm, but <clears throat> Eason is Rob Johnson esque in his statuesqueness. ness. Yeah, which yeah. I need to update that. I need a new statue quarterback because I realize Rob Johnson. <laughs> there aren't a lot of them coming into the league
1: anymore. That's the that's the thing. Like you know that that brand of quarterback is is not as valued as it was back in the Rob Johnson days.
0: Yeah, so I think I think Herbert is going to be the kind of guy where if he lands in the right place, I, I think he can do well. I I would like to see. He's the kind of person that I'd like to see in, you know, New England, New Orleans, yeah. somewhere where the, you know, I mean, uh, the Baltimore coaching staff, but you know, can't be Baltimore. Uh, nah, yeah. Uh, of people yeah, who are so, like, okay, well, what's your skill set? Let's just do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it, yeah. Like, no, I, I mean, feel like Josh Allen is a good comp for him. Yeah. 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 I
1: mean, that's a, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, You know, I don't know. I I would, like, for me, I would take Herbert over Love, but would I be surprised if Love turns out to be better? No. You know, I mean, again, the the one thing I've got with Herbert is the question of, you know, he he didn't consistently rise to the occasion in the biggest of moments. He had a good Rose Bowl, but as a runner, which is not, I mean, you're, and and I'm not diminishing that. He is a, a decent runner, but, you know, he's not Lamar Jackson. No, you know, you're not going to build an offense around him running the football.
0: Yeah, uh, you know now Wisconsin's defense is really good. Who can surprise you though? Yeah, like, he, yeah, exactly. If He kept a bootleg, you know, kind of Andrew Luck style. He could be a
1: threat. Yes, you know. yes, and Burrow's the same way. I mean, Burrow, you know, I mean all these three top guys, well, four, I guess, when you, if you throw Love in there, they're all kind of cut from the same cloth. They're none of them are you know run first guys, but they can all run. They can all move, and that's you know what what we're saying. You know, with regards to there aren't a lot of statue quarterbacks anymore, because that's not really valued. Quarterbacks are, are being taught at a young age that you you know you need to move. You run the hurry up. You, you do you know quarterback keepers and bootlegs and things like this. And we're not seeing many guys like Jacob Eason come up the ranks anymore because it's you know the quarterback run game has become such a big part of both college and recently pro football
0: yeah the Jacob Eason's become possession tight ends
1: they do they do and 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 so that's the interesting thing with Eason as we you know we're talking about him earlier is he doesn't really bring much of that to the table I mean he you know he's not he's not super slow but he's certainly of the guys we're talking about By far the least athletic, you know, I mean, Jalen Hurts, obviously, is a a run first guy from is a decent runner. But, you know, again, not a guy you're going to build an offense around running, but has some mobility, you know, has has run the ball there at Georgia. So I I don't know. I mean, it's a it's an interesting group. Um, You know, I like decent, you know, a lot going into Georgia. It just it just never quite came together the way I was hoping either there or at Washington. Maybe he'll be a guy who's a you know uh, an NFL you know finds the right fit blooms, but I don't have a tremendous confidence about that.
0: If you're, I'm, I'm pivoting to a different quarterback. If you're the okay, Ravens fine. or the Cardinals, do you want Jalen Hurts in round five? So you have a or round four. So you have a backup who you don't have to change your system.
1: Uh, probably. Um, now I don't know if he'll last that long. You know, I mean, I think, you know, if you get into day three and, and, you know, fifth round, sixth round, sure, why not? You know, I mean, that that does make a lot of sense for both of them. Um, I wonder, because of the teams you're talking about, you know, especially Baltimore and the success that Lamar Jackson had and to a slightly lesser extent with at least running, you know, with Mahomes, with Watson, you know, we're seeing these guys do this, you know, does Hurts go higher than we think? Because is somebody going to say, well, you know, hey, it worked for this team. Why not give it a shot? Why not, let, let's see
0: what he's got. And who would that team be in your mind's eye? The Raiders? Because <sighs> you've got Mariota, so you, you, you're you kind of leaning into that system anyway? That's, a,
1: that's an interesting one, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I don't have one that is in my mind, I guess, already. Um, you I could
0: see <sighs> Seattle doing something like that, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As a, you know, a, you know, I you make a good point A backup for Russell Wilson. They don't have one. Um, Seattle always seems to be the last team to, you know, bring a backup in. They, they've got one quarterback under contract again, just like every year it seems like it is Wilson. Um, you know, that's a, that's an interesting possibility, I suppose. Um, you know, hey, the chargers. In if in
0: they, Daniel. It
1: definitely is. It definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I guess you know the first question you got to find out, I guess, is who takes the quarterback in the first round. And I think you know, every, again, we we pretty much presume that Burrow's going to go to the Bengals. Uh, who takes Tua? Does he go to Miami? I mean, do we end up at the point that we all thought you know 12 months ago? Oh, Tua's going to go to the Dolphins, and we've gone through the roller coaster. And do we end up right back where we started, um, or does he go to the Chargers? somebody trade up there and and get him before Miami or the Chargers at five and six, Uh, you know, I mean, that, that's, I guess where the thing, everything turns is, you know, who takes Tua, then who takes Herbert Love? Do they all go in the top, you know, 11 or 12? And then do you see, you know, teams get desperate at the bottom of the first round to try to get somebody?
0: I don't know. Do the Patriots make all their fans nuts by having the pick with the guy they want and then trading that pick for <laughs> four third rounders?
1: Probably, probably, yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're on the subject of quarterbacks. Do you, do you think the Patriots go into next year with Jarrett Stidham as the presumed starter? That's where we are now.
0: I do. I, I think so I think that you know I think they'll take a quarterback or they'll they'll look around and see if somebody gets cut early. Um, yeah. But I think they're content with Stidham and uh, Hoyer, and just yeah. yeah, you know, if he can't win the job, this is this is where Brian Hoyer thrives. This is what he does.
1: No, so it is. It is sure, and he's he's passable. mean, he's been that before. Now, we were just talking a couple minutes ago about who do you say you know maybe takes Jalen Hurts? Why not New England? Uh, you know, not in the first round, I don't think. But we've we've heard rumblings that Bill Belichick is intrigued by you know the running quarterback and maybe that's part of why he was more than willing to let Brady go Stidham's a, you know a decent athlete you can run with him too maybe they bring in Hurts to you know compete for that and, and be you know maybe yeah. not the guy this year but soon after
0: or you bring Hurts and, and you look at New Orleans playbook and say what if we had Taysom Hill but he was 23 yeah. and true, you know, true. yeah, true. yeah
1: well and we know that Saban and Belichick are buddies and they you know share information and we know that Saban loved Jalen Hurts Um, you know he picked Tua because I think Tua was better quarterback for college football but you know they there was no you know
0: ill will or anything like that he he did the exact opposite of backing the truck up over him when he left he said you know he he was a consummate teammate he did everything they asked him he was always prepared that's why they brought him in you know on what would have been his senior day
1: Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I I uh, I think, you know, that that makes some sense. If if the Patriots are going to draft a second tier quarterback and that seems to be the thought, they're not going to be high up enough to get one of the top 4 guys unless they make a big trade,
0: which they've um, never really done.
1: <laughs> no, and it just seems so unlike them to do. Um, that, you know, maybe maybe Hurts is their guy. Uh, you know, it kind of makes some sense for them. So I don't know. I mean, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all falls into place. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm obviously, I guess, you know, my first curiosity is where Tua goes. Uh, I kind of hope it's not Miami. I, I mean, you know, if it is, it is. I don't, I don't dislike Miami. I'd love to see him go to the Chargers, you know, selfishly as somebody who's close to LA, uh, I'd love to see him, you know, play his career with the with the Chargers. I could go see him more often.
0: If he goes to the Chargers, do the Chargers somehow stay in LA? <laughs> because I feel well.
1: Like I... I mean, I think it's uh, you know, I I I see what you're getting at, and I think yeah, possibly. I think the Chargers need uh, a big time draw, and he would be that at least initially. You know, I mean, now those things are fleeting. You know, if he doesn't play well, he's not a big-time draw anymore. But at least to start off with, they could, you know, they could certainly sell, hey, come to our fancy new stadium and see Tua, you know, the guy you fell in love with in college. He's our guy now. Mm -hmm. Tyrod Taylor doesn't do that. You know, I mean, he's a nice player. Nothing wrong with Tyrod Taylor. Solid quarterback. He can win you some games, but he doesn't put butts in seats. And, you know, Philip Rivers didn't put butts in seats, and Philip Rivers is a borderline Hall of Famer. So you you need a you need a star or, or some variety to get people interested in the Chargers in L. A. And Tua would be that, at least to start with.
0: It, it's funny that you you say that about you know Phil Rivers and. Somebody, I can't remember what I was listening to. I, I have a lot of time on my hands to listen to podcasts right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. yeah, But somebody, and it was probably one of the Ringer NFL guys, was talking about, like, what's it going to be like to watch Phil Rivers play games where he's not down two touchdowns with five minutes to go?
1: I know, I know, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, Phil Rivers and, and, you know, his his heir to the throne is Matthew Stafford. Like, you know, every, every week it feels like, you know, he's got the ball, down by somewhere between three and seven points with between two and four minutes to go.
0: Yeah. And, and it leads to a lot of interceptions because, you know, it does,
1: does, but it you know, there's some comebacks and yeah, I mean, they, they, you know, Rivers certainly has it. And, and I, you know, I follow Stafford closely and uh, yeah, I mean, they, they always seem to be, you know, every other week at least like, you know, okay, turn on the lions game with two minutes to go. They're down, but they got the ball. See what happens.
0: Um, as I look at this, the Bengals need a quarterback. The Redskins need a lot of help. Yeah, I don't think they take a
1: quarterback Do you. I, mean, I know I, I there, there was some rumor of that. But.
0: I can't imagine they do. They to me, more so than the Lions, seem like a candidate to trade down. You know?
1: Yeah, because I still feel like they take Chase Young. I, I mean. They, you know, he's, he's from the area. They need a pass rusher. Like, you know, it, it makes too much sense. Now, it's the Redskins, and so you could say, well, there's exactly why it won't happen. But it just seems like the most obvious answer.
0: Yeah, I, and I agree. I just wonder, is there a way that you can, you know, I'm not talking about trading way down. I'm saying you talk oh, yeah. to Miami, and you yeah. say, look— We'll move three spots back for your first, second, and next year's second.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can get, and I I firmly believe, you know, the February story about, oh, you know, the Redskins, they might be interested in Tua, was nothing more than trying to drum up a trade market. I just, you know, I know Haskins didn't set the world on fire last year, but he did play well his last couple games. They got hurt, missed the last game of the year. But, you know, he showed some promise, and, and you just took him and, you know,
0: well, and why not give him a little bit good. more
1: chance so yeah exactly got, you know
0: like you've got some things I mean yeah. the line is terrible but there's I think the consensus is right. there's not an offensive lineman you draft
1: there's not here. there's not no no I mean I think I think you take Chase Young there and and you know you, you go in with Haskins and you see you know you give him a chance to succeed or fail in, in 2020 um, you know, I mean, you don't get a long shelf life anymore as a young quarterback. The days of Alex Smith, who's still on their roster, um, you know, getting six years in San Francisco before he finally had success, that doesn't happen anymore. You know, the, the shorter contracts, the smaller money, the teams are ready to move on quickly and, and they will, you know, Haskins isn't going to get four years to make it work, but I, I think you ought to give him more time than what he has.
0: Yeah, I, I think the Lions just hang out there. Um, and they take. I think they go defense. Yeah, they take. If Young is there, they take Young. I hope you're right because no, I don't want yeah. Young to be anywhere near I think Aaron Rodgers. Jump at the chance to get Chase Young if they could. Yeah, But, yeah. but if not, they'll take Okuda.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean that makes sense. They let Darius Slay go or traded him, I guess. Um, you know, uh, nah, I would. I would probably take Isaiah Simmons over Okuda, and that's nothing against Okuda, uh, but I just think you know. Shutdown corners don't exist in the NFL very much, and, and, you know. I mean, and if they do, they're, they're done in two years, it seems like. Um,
0: That's a whereas, awesome law reference.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, I mean, and two years is a bit extreme. But, you know, I just – to me, the Simmons kid is, is one that just could be kind of like an all-over-the-field threat. You could play him at linebacker, play him at some safety, play him as a pass rusher, like, you know. I mean, the interception that he had in the Fiesta Bowl – I, you know i watched that live and the ground he covered for a linebacker was like oh my god you know and that's unreal um i, I would i would take him i think he's a, a potential star
0: and then what do you do if you're the Giants? just whoever's left out of that
1: probably set? probably yeah i think i mean defense is certainly what they need uh, you know the defense has been a struggle the last few years uh you got to continue to build that up and there's not a you I know I've read some some suggestion of taking one of the offensive linemen there—the the, kid from Louisville, Beckton or or uh, Wills from Alabama. You know, but uh, I would probably go defense if I'm them and continue to try to build that up.
0: And then you're looking at here's where your mini quarterback run could start: Dolphins, Chargers, yeah. five, six.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it'd be a shocker if you got past six and didn't have at least one of those one more quarterback taken. Um, you know, I think would, I mean, by
0: seven you could have three quarterbacks taken.
1: I think you could. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Carolina takes one in spite of the investment in Bridgewater?
0: I mean, they could. He, look, it, it, it's not... It, the hard part for me when we have these discussions and I have to keep reminding myself of it which is why I keep bringing it up about how cheap it is <laughs> it, it's not Sam Bradford anymore. It's, it's, it's not. It's not Jamarcus exactly. Russell. So if you want five years of a guy who you think, look Maybe he's just our backup for five years and then we lose him. Right, right, but Maybe right. we turn him into something. And look, Teddy Bridgewater's injury was a freak injury and it is a great story yeah. that he's come back. Sure. But there could be another freak injury or just a regular NFL injury. There could. You yeah, know?
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, I'm I'm very happy that Bridgewater's getting another chance and, you know, got the, got the you know, Fairly big money contract, not giant money, but, you know, for a guy whose career was nearly over, to get you know $20 million a year is great. Um, but are we sure that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be great? I mean, he went 5-0 and with the Saints, which was awesome.
0: But the Saints but were a pretty good team anyway. The
1: Saints were pretty good, and, and you know, you go back and look at those games. Uh, one of those games that, that they won, they beat the Jaguars like 10-9 to or something like that. You know, I mean, he didn't light the world on fire. He had a great game against Tampa. I think he threw for like four or five touchdowns, but the other games he was he was a you know a game manager. He was a you know take care of the team and see what happens. And they played great defense and won some games ugly. Uh, so uh, you know I I think maybe if you're Carolina, you do. Now if you don't love the guy, you know I don't think you force the issue. No. And and the, you know the interesting thing with Carolina is they gave Matt Rule that long term deal, and I think it's it's a, a expectation that it's a rebuild mode. They don't have to force it. Like you know, if you, if you don't have the guy, you go with Teddy Bridgewater. And if you're in position to take one next year, maybe Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or you know next year's version of Joe Burrow or Josh Allen or Jordan Love, the guys who we're not thinking of right now, but but we will be in 12 months. Um, you know, there's going to be quarterbacks there for you next year too.
0: Yeah, I I also feel like that might be the spot for Michael Turk. Um you know, twenty five <laughs> reps. I know he's a punter. But <laughs> uh, I mean, you never
1: know. You never know, yeah, yeah. Do you think he gets drafted? I, I yeah, think there's a decent chance, right?
0: I, I think he's the punter who gets drafted this year.
1: But yeah, yeah. You know, I I mean he was he was very good for us. Uh you know, he didn't see leave. Yeah, family um,
0: bloodlines. Ooh, that's the thing that we have to talk about is people leaving.
1: ASU basketball. Mm-hmm. I know. I was going to say we should talk about that when we when we wrap up this football discussion because yeah we've had a lot of those but um, yeah I mean I, I hope Turk gets drafted yeah I think so do you think goes uh, first round seems to be a, some think so some
0: think not I think that there is a chance that he winds up in Green Bay and into the first round yeah and yeah. much like Demarius Randall if he winds up in Green Bay I will get a jersey okay okay I, you know, I like that i'm not gonna well, go so far as to call out that obviously we don't need him and it's thank <laughs> goodness we don't i
1: was gonna say i think the ge- greatest way to guarantee he ends up there is for you to say i don't want this to happen and there's no way it's gonna happen
0: yeah and unfortunately my uh, desire to be right outweighs my <laughs> desire to karmically balance the world
1: yeah, you, you beat me to the joke there because i really was about to say well I, here's what you need to do Profess strongly that there's no chance it happens.
0: Yeah, I I need to say that I can't believe that he's getting a potential first round grade, and certainly (laughs) the Packers don't need need that position. position.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that one. That was, you know, the uh, the Cardinals had a pick shortly before the Packers. I can't remember exactly what number, and you know they made so because I was standing in the Cardinals media room. Waiting for our press conference, and we're seeing the other picks come up. And I, you know, I see Demary. I remember texting you like, "Uh, "Have you seen this yet?" Because your months and months of talking about this has has now all of a sudden fired back in your face.
0: Yeah, that that and picking uh, the Florida Gators to lose to Princeton. In the NCAA tournament, <laughs> two of my two of my worst sports. Calls.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we've we've all got them again. You you started this conversation with one of mine when I was not high on Matt Ryan, and he's gone on to be an MVP and taking a team to a Super Bowl appearance.
0: And also on the show uh, Schooled, he is a character. Uh, is he really? Yeah, because it takes okay. place at the fictional Pennsylvania Academy that he went to. So there was an episode where there was a kid, a gifted athlete named Matt, who won all of the awards. And after the episode, they did a little interstitial interview with him where they're like, so this was you. You broke all the records at this high school. I see. I see. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, you
0: know,
1: I always... Mentioned this, like I didn't dislike Matt Ryan. I just didn't think he was going to be that good in the NFL. I'm not, you know, I'm not unhappy. I was wrong. It's not one of those where I have venom towards him and like, oh god, I can't believe this guy was successful. I just wasn't high on him, uh, but he's he's proven me wrong, and he's you know on track to end up in the Hall of Fame if things continue for him the way it's going.
0: I don't even know how you assess quarterback Hall of Famers. Maybe that'll be one of the things we talk about when there's no It choice.
1: certainly could be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's one that, you know, you'd he, say probably pretty good chance. Yeah. And yet, yeah, there's, there's going to be such a glut there for his era. I know. he
0: won an MVP, which <laughs> makes him different than Matt Stafford. It's going to
1: help. It's going to help. Yeah. yeah really. I mean, he's got, he's got tremendous numbers, um, you know, and, and, uh, Consistency, you know. I mean, never really been injured. I think he's only missed like two or three starts, you know, for injury his entire career. That's you know, so the the numbers just pile up. If, you know, obviously, if he'd won that Super Bowl, which they should have won, um, you know, probably it's a sure thing. Without that Super Bowl, who knows? That's that's going to be the toss up for him.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's. Is there any other draft stuff you want to talk about? Now we have some time. Uh, to cover anything else we're missing, but I want to pivot and talk about NBA yeah. basketball.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. We got um, we got a couple more pre-draft conversations. We can get back to it if we need to.
0: So, Mickey Mitchell's gone. He graduated. Rob Edwards is gone. He graduated. Grant Fogarty is gone. Uh, he also graduated. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Think we can survive that yeah. one.
0: Kyle is No offense. Kyle Fate's leaving, I believe. Um, which he is is. Not really a problem. But Remy Martin declared for the draft. Yeah, which shocks me. Then, not to be outdone, Romello White also declared for the draft. Elias Baltanen left the program. Yeah. Khalid Thomas left the program. Uh, Yeah. yeah, You know, am I alone in thinking the cupboard's getting.
1: And Andre uh, Allen, too. Uh, Not that he played much. Um, Yeah, I mean, so we're looking at. Seven uh, the guys who,
0: seven scholarship players right now yeah. should be off the roster.
1: So of the guys who played any kind of significant minutes this year, Cherry? we've got as of right now, we've got Cherry, Lawrence,
0: House, Graham Virg, House, Graham, Graham,
1: Graham and House. Okay, okay. That's actually more than I thought. Um, but yeah, now there is still the option that White could come back. That seems more likely than Martin based on the vibe. Um, and there's still an option that Martin comes back. Although from reading Doug Haller's take on it, I'm not super confident about that. Well, and Doug Haller's Haller's usually pretty plugged in.
0: Yeah. And he's not the kind of guy who just says something like if he says there are discussions about, it means there are discussions at the program, not not. he heard two guys standing by.
1: Exactly. I mean, more often than not, when Haller mentions something as a possibility, it happens within a few days. And it happened in this case. After Martin announced his entrance, I read Doug Haller's story, and he said, you know, there's some thought that Romelo White might follow his lead, and within 48 hours, he did. So, you know, like, Haller seems to be fairly plugged in. I think he's got pretty good sourcing within ASU uh, football and basketball. Um, so I'm not counting on Martin coming back, which I got to tell you, I'm stunned. Like, I, I went to the Washington State game which turned out to be the last game of the season for us, as we know. But, you know, see, they did the senior day stuff, and, and um, and and you know, I didn't even think. Like, it never entered my mind, you know. Oh, well, this might be the last game for Martin or White. It didn't. I just figured they'd both be back. I, I I don't see them as NBA prospects.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, what do you think? Am, am, am he's, I, I, he's
0: undersized. He's got an awkward shot. You know, what, what was Jorge Gutierrez's career? For Martin, yeah, for
1: Martin, yeah, yeah Martin, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, White's undersized, too, for his own position. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, and he'll
0: talk about White, but on Martin, it, you know, it is the answer, and, and it may be, that, that this is Jahi Carson. Like, he's not getting. Yes. there's nothing else to do yes. here, so he's leaving.
1: I guess, I guess. Now, I would say, I believe Jahi Carson was a better player than Remy Martin. Just, just pure player. Now, you want to say more meaningful to ASU? Remy Martin was, I think, but just pure. You know, put him on the court with four other guys. I think Johnny Carson's a better
0: player. Um,
1: I well, don't know Jody if you Carson agree with that. Had, but,
0: had a smoothness that that Remy Martin just lacks offensively. Right. And look, right, right. If, the NBA, if Shaka Smart became an NBA head coach, Remy Martin would be his guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But defensive uh, intensity is not an NBA regular season thing.
1: No, it's not. It's not. I mean, you know, like, Martin is one of those guys that, when I heard he announced, my initial reaction was, I don't think that's a good decision at all. And then you think, you know, could he be a guy that, after a couple years in the G League, makes a roster and ends up being kind of a vital bench guy, like a uh, Fred Van Vliet type of guy? I mean that's a that's a high end because he's become really good. Possibly, yes. You know he has got slightly that ability where you think maybe he could make it, but it's an uphill battle. His, just as I said, you know earlier with if for every Russell Wilson, there's five guys who aren't. For every Fed Van Vliet, there's twenty guys like him who are good college players who never make it at all in the NBA.
0: Like well, his ceiling to me in the NBA, if everything breaks right. Is Pat Beverly without offense?
1: Yes, 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 and that's a that's a pretty good player. You know, I mean, I'm not the biggest Pat Beverly fan. I think he's a kind of a pain in the butt, but but you know, he's a good player. Um, and and if Remy Martin could could have a career like that, he should be thrilled. Um, I just don't see it. Now, Ramela White, I don't see it at all. Like I could see again, you know, I could play the game of maybe two three years from now after some development, Remy Martin becomes. Not an all star by any means, but a decent NBA player I don't see Romello White being an NBA player Romello White's professional basketball future, if he has one, is overseas
0: yeah I mean Romello White is six eight with no outside game
1: none to speak of at
0: all and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and he, you know his this isn't a knock this is just a fact if you go look at his game log as the Pac-12 season wore down he wore down and this is this is a guy who's playing 30 games not 80 30 right agreed agreed Agreed. yeah yeah he look I I, if you want to give us some positives dramatically improved his free throw shooting this year he did dramatically improved it Yeah, yeah. He he wasn't a ball hawker rebounder. And look, I don't know enough to know if the scheme is he boxes out and the guards rebound, but he he didn't score. He he didn't rebound particularly well by the end. You know, against UCLA, sixteen boards. By far his season high. But the last you know, the, the crunch time, the the end stretch when we're on the bubble, you know, in the three losses. He didn't score 10 points in any of those games. Right, right. He didn't have no, 10 I, I rebounds agree. in any of those games. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't for lack of playing. He played 29, 33, and 33 minutes. Oh, yeah. I mean,
1: he was the main big. And, and you know, he said, he. I mean, I said it earlier when we were talking about quarterbacks, about Jake Fromm. Romello White is a nice college player.
0: He's Obina Oleka. And I would love Oleka. to have him back for one more year. He's you Obina know. Oleka. Uh, yes. He's a yes, better version yes. of that guy. Yes, and, yes, and I, I think did you're not right. not have NBA prospects and didn't leave early. Not a bit. No, he did not, no. And, and, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, like,
1: okay, more power to him for exploring his options. But I don't think, like, if he goes to the draft, I think that's a really bad choice. And that's not me being, you know, ASU, Homer, we need the guy back, and I'm going to rip the guy for leaving early. You know, I mean, we've had these discussions over the years.
0: No, If a guy
1: has an opportunity to go. Go. You know, like I was all for Lou Dort going. I was yeah. stunned that he didn't get picked. Yeah. Um, I really was, you know. But he ended up having a decent rookie year. You know, started in the G League, but got called up and had some nice moments for OKC this season. Um, you know,
0: here's my take on on this whole white situation. He is a very talented college player, and if what this move is is, look, I'm going to be a senior anyway there's no harm in me testing because it's not like I only can pull out of this one time. And what if I want to leave after next season? He, he can't, it's over. So you might as well test right. the waters. Right. And if that's the thought process behind it, like if that was, if, if I heard that that's actually what ASU is telling all these guys to do, and they were telling Alonzo verge, Hey, look, man, go get your grade and they'll tell you what you need to work on. And we'll sure. work on how sure. you can do that. But with Romello white, we know what you need to work on. Yeah. Some of it's stuff you're not going to fix. He, he's, yeah. gonna, you know, this I know he, he, not, it's not like Diagu, where every, right. every game he's going to take one three pointer in right, the whole year. Right. He did not attempt a three. And no, you know what's going to happen no. when he comes back? Unless there's a shot clock issue, he's not going to attempt a three.
1: Exactly. Exactly. No, I mean, he's, he's, you know, I, I texted you yesterday with the news. He's, he's a player who doesn't have a fit in the NBA. And really, even in the old NBA, you know, 15, 20 years ago, didn't have a fit in the NBA. No, I go he- back to a guy who played at Arizona, similar better player, but Michael Wright, played on that on the 2001 mm-hmm. team, you know, and, and I thought, I mean, you know, I didn't like Arizona, still don't, but Michael Wright was a good ball player in college, um, but he had no fit in the NBA because he was undersized to play inside and he didn't have a perimeter game, and now there is no inside game in the NBA for the most part. I mean, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but if you're an inside guy, you know what you do? You block shots and you rebound. That's it. There's no post play in the NBA anymore. Big post guys who just stand in the post like Patrick Ewing did. That doesn't exist. Um, and and so even if there was, he's not big enough to do it, but there's not. You know, if you're 6'8", you got to be able to handle the ball. you got to be able to guard on the outside you gotta be able to shoot from the outside and he can't do any of those things yeah so I mean I like the kid he's been good for us and I hope he comes back because in college ball he's a nice player but the NBA is not friendly to somebody like him it's just not like I just don't see a fit because he's an inside guy who's not a shot blocker so what purpose does he serve yeah hate to be harsh I probably sound harsh but (laughs) just like there's you know, again, Remy Martin, you could you can find guys, you mentioned one, Patrick Beverly. You can find guys who at, at best Remy Martin could be that. Find me a guy who fits Ramella White's physical and you know, game description who's good in the NBA right now. Yeah. Even good. I'm not talking about all star level. I'm talking about a guy who comes off the bench and plays decent minutes. There just isn't.
0: No, because when you're this size you have to shoot threes. I, I mean, right. right. His, his college game is a five inch shorter Brooke Lopez college game. But right. he's five inches shorter than Brooke Lopez. And in the NBA, Brooke <laughs> right. Lopez also has to shoot threes now. <laughs> and
1: has become a great three point shooter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 10 years ago, when Brooke Lopez was coming out, you didn't have to have that. So it was intriguing enough to be, oh, he's 7 1. We'll put him in the post. That's just not now. There may be a return to that at some point in the NBA. I mean, things are cyclical. Um, but we're not there now. And unfortunately for Ramella White, this is when he's coming into the league, yeah. you know, potentially coming into the league. We are in a perimeter era. I've watched, you know, with no NBA on, they've been putting on a lot of old games and I watched some of the games from the nineties and, and you know, Celtics Lakers in the eighties and Bulls, Knicks in the nineties. And it's startling how different the game is with, you know, with the game being played inside the arc. And guys clogging up the paint. And you just don't see that now. That's not the way the game is played at all.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think back on Ike Diagu. Yeah. He wouldn't be a lottery pick now. He, no, he, he would he, not. He could step out and shoot a college three straight on. You know? That was but, his.
1: But that was not a big part of his game.
0: No, and that was right. his. That was his personal heat check in college.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. No, you're you're exactly right. I mean, he he would not. Now okay. he should have been back then. Well, and you and what I, what have, I have discussed that. You know. That but like, what
0: I'm he, saying he, is, and I think you would agree, he yet, was. Romello White is no Ike Diagu. He's what? not.
1: <laughs> he's not. He's not in college, and he's not in the NBA.
0: So. Uh, he, yeah.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, he, you know. Again, Rome- I, I, none of this is meant to say that I think Romello White
0: stinks. Oh, my God. I uh, hope he comes back. You know, I I, yeah, oh, I will be yes. – this roster will be <laughs> devastated if Romello White yes, doesn't return. Yes,
1: yes, I mean, if we – you know, if by chance we get White and Martin back, and especially if we would land Josh Christopher too, we're probably a preseason top 25 team. Uh, you know, if none of those things happen, we're probably, you know, going to be battling uphill to, you know – be a top half of the Pac-12 team.
0: Yeah, unless Bagley um, is, yeah, the
1: is, is better than his brother, which he's not supposed to be. No, you never know; he might be. But uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's enough there that if all those things happen. But yeah, I mean, I hope he comes back to me. Again, these are different positions and different types of players, but it's it is similar to what I think of Jake Fromm in Georgia. If Jake Fromm came back to Georgia, I would feel like, wow, Georgia could be really pretty good this year. And they might be anyway cause they replaced him, but uh, you know, you'd think, well, they got, they got everything there, but I just don't know if he's a pro. And if Ramella White comes back to ASU, they'll be like, yeah, that's great. Awesome. You know, we got, we got our big, he's got plenty of experience going pro. You know, it's even harder to make it. Like Jake Fromm could be a nice backup in the NFL. I'm not sure he's a starter, but he could have a 10 year career as a Chase Daniel, somebody you mentioned earlier, um. Ramella White, I just don't see him ever making it in the NBA.
0: Well in the NFL don't. there's what, two hundred and fifty six draft picks. Right, and, right. There's
1: more options. You know, yeah. there's yeah
0: 50, you know, fifty-two men game day rosters, but ninety right. guys in training camp.
1: Right. In the NBA, right.
0: You know, it's, even if it's you include fifteen guys per roster. Yeah know, it's still less. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. I just I just don't see it. Now, him coming back probably doesn't help his chances at all. Yeah, you no, you kind of alluded to that. He's not going to be any better of a prospect in a year.
0: No, the, but, but this is the, this is one of those things where if you have a chance to be there and you're not going to get any better, Remy Martin. You might as well. Yes, yes, yes. But if yes. you don't have a chance, then it doesn't matter whether you go now or not. It
1: doesn't. It doesn't, no. But see, I think. And and we've discussed this a lot about college basketball over the last several years. We've been doing this recording and even before. That is the difference between college basketball now and when we were in you know school, high school. You know, like there's no longer the mentality among college basketball players that well, I'll just stay in college as long as I you know as long as I can unless I'm a great prospect. That doesn't exist, guys. You know, I mean, I think if Remy Martin gets a draft grade of hey, you'll get picked in the second round, he's gonna go. And that didn't used to be the way it is. used to be, hey, I can go in the lottery, I'm going to go. Anything else, I'm going to finish out my college eligibility. That is no longer the case. Yeah. And now I don't think Romello White's going to get a draft grade. Uh, And I think he will come back. I I still expect that. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, But, you know, I probably, I mean, if Remy Martin gets feedback that, hey, you you know, you would be a second-round pick or even a priority-free agent, he's probably going to go which is just the difference in in basketball now compared to 15, 20 years ago.
0: Big picture this for me. Are you worried about what this says for Bobby Hurley?
1: A little bit. I, I, you know, I'm not, um, you know, it's not, it's not causing me sleepless nights right now or anything, but when you have, I mean, it's just the pile on. That's the thing. like, None of these things individually are like, oh, my gosh, how did that happen? You know, Andre Allen leaving. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, he barely played. Khalid Thomas didn't play much. Uh, Kyle Fate, I, I honestly didn't even know was on the roster until I read he was leaving. Um, it, you know, so, like, okay, none of those are that killer. But then you just add them up.
0: Well, but Daltony, then you, you know, Martin. Right
1: you know, and, you know, Valton was the player. Thomas was played some and, and you and he know, hit so
0: that shot in the Princeton game.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, it, it does, it is a bit concerning. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, college basketball is affected by this. I mean, Wichita state was going to be a tournament team. Pretty, pretty sure they were going to be a tournament team and they've lost like everybody. <laughs> like, their entire roster is leaving. Uh, so, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, it happens, uh, you know, and I guess it's just kind of—I mean, I read, you know, Howler retweeted. I think I think it was Fran Fraschilla, and I think you you retweeted what Howler said. Uh, you know that uh, you know being a college basketball coach is is now almost equally about you know roster management, and it's true. You, you know, guys leave, and you got to bring new guys in. And I see we've been in the mix for a lot of these potential transfers. So, you know, I, maybe it's just the way the game is now. You just have to embrace the fact that. Your roster is going to change a lot from year to year. Guys are going to leave and other guys are going to leave their places. You can bring them in to replace those guys who leave. Yeah. It's weird, but it it just may be the way, especially if, and it seems it's coming and I'm not opposed to it. They put in a, you know, a one-time transfer rule where you can be immediately eligible. Like it's going to happen even more. Uh, I mean, I'm okay with that. I, I think that's fine. If they put that rule in, it makes sense when coaches can leave and, and go right away. But, I mean, the floodgates will open even more. You will have transfers upon transfers upon transfers if you have that. That's all right. I'm not I'm not worked up about that. I just think it's a
0: fact. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I don't know, the whole thing is going to be really interesting to see what happens now.
1: It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, you know, because of everything that's going on, it's a very interesting time in college athletics. Uh, the revenue that's lost from the NCAA tournament is big deal. And, and uh, if there's any sort of trouble with the football season, it's an even bigger deal. And, and so, you know, like some things about college athletics that we've come to just take for granted, they may not be that way. <laughs> you know, I don't know what those things are, but I, I, you know, we may look up in a year or two and think, "Boy, remember when things were like this? They're not that way anymore." Um, so I don't know. You know, it'll it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, depending on how long the sports washout goes, if it gets into football season, then there's there's trouble for college sports and college athletic departments.
0: Yeah. Well, and there's all kinds of fun stuff now. Of you know. Are we going to be playing spring football? I know. I know. November for the start of the year just because they're going to do
1: everything they can to play a football season because it's such a huge revenue driver. I mean, you and I are not—we're not—we're not not, uh, blind to it. We've discussed many times how football and men's basketball carry the day, and it's becoming, you know, very clear to anybody who didn't think so that that's the way it is. Like, you know, athletic departments are kept afloat. By football and men's basketball, and men's basketball, yeah, they had most of the season, but they didn't have the biggest money maker, so they lost a, a chunk of change there. And if football's affected, that's big, you know. I mean, and I hope it's not. As someone who loves college football uh, more than any sport, hands down, it's my favorite sport. Um, I hope we can play college football as normal or find a way to do it. Uh, but my hope doesn't come close to the people whose bank accounts ride on this. And uh, they're going to do everything they can to get a football season
0: in. Yeah. I I think that I will blow a Jay Billis-level gasket if if they try to play this season when there's still hot spots of this outbreak or the full-on outbreak. I I love college football. I love sports. I'm... I'm going to finish our conversation and watch the end of the Juan Nieves 1987 no-hitter, the only Brewers (laughs) no-hitter in history. Gotcha, Um, gotcha. I love sports. There are things that are more important, you know, and and putting a professional paid athlete out there and letting that person make a decision is one thing. But sending somebody out there and saying, hey, look, you got a scholarship, especially if we're not having class. You're gonna, you're going to play a game where you yeah. you are spitting and colliding and sweating at right. each other and your right. face masks are touching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't I don't sit know. in a classroom. I mean, I, you know.
1: No, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's it's uh I think it's doable with pro sports. I mean, I I'm sure you've heard this idea that the NBA is considering, you know, bringing everybody to Vegas and playing out the playoffs like the summer league, basically just putting everybody in one location. Um, you can do that with professional sports. You know, they, they make good money to do stuff like that with college sports. That is a bigger ask. Uh, and yet they will not let the football season go without trying every possible thing they can do because it's, it's uh, it's anarchy for college sports. If there's no college football really is like, I mean, football will return If there's no college football in 2020, football will come back. But there's a whole lot of sports that may not for at least a while. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I really, I don't think that is, I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot of like doomsday scenarios out there for everything under the sun. And I'm not a doomsday guy with this, but I truly do believe that if you don't have a college football season, that's earth shattering for college athletic departments. It's just that's so much money that they rely on to fund everything else.
0: Yeah. Well, if only the Pac-12 had a television deal. That (laughs) Well,
1: that's the thing. Those TV deals go away if there's no TV product. And that, you know, I mean, like, fan attendance is important. It's very important. But TV money is even more important to college sports. And if there's no product, then guess what? That big money deal with ESPN and CBS, none of that money comes in. They're not paying for nothing.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I don't know. I mean, we're a long ways from that. No one knows. A month ago, you and I were talking about, you know, talking about the NCAA tournament and there wasn't one. So any predictions of what's going to happen in September is foolhardy. Um, And, uh, you know, we don't know. But I, I, uh, you know, I do believe I read some stuff on the athletic today about, you know, the, the You know, grim forecast if there's no football season. And I have to say, I think they're right. Like, you know, college football would come back. It would. You know, it's too big business to not come back. But college golf, college wrestling, college swimming, all those type of things, I don't know. I mean, you know, athletic departments will have to cut sports in bunches to make up for lost revenue. Yeah. So we'll see who the hell knows?
0: Oh well, on that uplifting note
1: yeah 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 hey we, we talked sports for over an hour. yeah you wouldn't know there was no sports going on right now at all.
0: yeah you got you all didn't even know that what our backup plan was was Matt was going <laughs> to talk about the first 20 minutes of Holmes and Watson. So. right
1: right and I'm glad we didn't have to go to that backup plan because it was terrible. <laughs> Don't Watch it. If you're listening, <laughs> if you're Ben's parents, and I don't know if, if, if your parents listened to me, endorse the wire. Last they did. Week. They, they okay. actually,
0: I, I, what I've learned about the difference between our parents are yeah. your mother supports what you do and will listen <laughs> to the beginning <laughs> at least every week. My she parents asked. require me to specifically tag them in a social media out. post. I saw that <laughs> you did.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I thought, well, maybe they listened. Okay, I, I saw you. You called out your dad.
0: They fast-forwarded specifically to the part about the wire, and that was
1: it. Okay. And did they did they take my advice yet?
0: They they are planning on trying to watch it now. They, okay. They okay, Think That's it's good. a good idea.
1: That's good. All right. Well, if they're listening now. And they're probably not. But if you tell them to fast forward and they're listening now, don't watch Holmes and Watson. It's terrible. Terrible. They probably don't need me to tell them. Yeah, I was going to say, the one nice Uh, thing
0: is they're not going to watch it anyway? No. I mean,
1: you know, like, I I felt I owed it to Will Ferrell to give it a shot because he's made so many funny movies, and especially with John C. Riley, That was a miss. And I don't know how, I mean, like, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, Adam McKay was involved, like, the elements were there that it should have been good. It was not.
0: Yeah. Well, so,
1: oh well, it happens. Uh, next time I want to watch them, I'll just watch Talladega Nights again.
0: Yeah. Well, we will be back. We'll review other movies, hopefully better yes. movies. Maybe we'll talk yes. about maybe we'll talk about Greece too. Finally, on the podcast. Oh well, Absolutely. you know there is that possibility. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But uh, until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.